0: You uh, you ready? You need a refill or you, uh, a bathroom? I'm good. You're good to go.
1: No, I'm good. I was just trying to find some good lighting because it is now sun setting behind me. So I'm I like trying you've to... matched
2: you've matched pinks with us. I like. Well, that. I have I
1: have cool. yeah I have the purple uh, behind me and then I have the blue in front of me, which is exactly what you guys are. Yeah, that's awesome. Doing. I love yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. This is Play new.
2: These I just got those. We just yeah, just we just procured these lights. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Alright, so
0: uh, I'm gonna go into the episode. Jimzy, can can you I sure can. Okay, I sure can. You give us that smoke. Welcome everybody. I'm bringing the smoke. That's <laughs> it! Bing it is my podcast! Big it!
1: Big
0: it! Big my...
1: it is my podcast! Big it! it my podcast! Bing it!
2: In between each sponsor.
0: Okay, today. Yeah. Bacon Swap Podcast is brought to you by drinkwildbills.com. Do you wanna drink some root beer? Grill your ass off. Do you wanna com. season your meat? Poddex.com. Do you wanna ask some questions? <sighs> Manscaped.com.
2: Shave those nuts and shave your face. Keep your balls clean. Keep your balls clean.
0: And also mythicalbeards.com.
2: I want my beard to smell nice. <laughs> I,
0: I I regret that. I regret that. Uh, if you want the best deals on these particular items, go ahead, go over to baconsofmypodcast.com. You can get those. Promos and deals right then and there. Exactly, twenty percent off on and free shipping on Manscaped with Bacon Pod. Shave your balls! Stop! stop. <laughs> you're you're killing me And your face. Here. And your face. And your face. Yeah, uh, it, it's great. That new that new beard trimmer is fucking fantastic. It is really good. It is great. And then uh, mythicalbeards.com, Bacon 15 percent
2: off your Yeah, man. Whole Make your beard order. smell like
0: ice cream and mint. Yeah, absolutely. And tonight, today,
2: this today, evening, this morning,
0: whatever you're listening to, whatever you're it, listening to, whatever you're listening. We've got singer, songwriter, overall pretty fucking awesome uh I mean, she's got her new record out. Uh Happy Never Ending. Mhm. Uh ladies and gentlemen, we have Leah
2: and it's gonna be a fun
1: a great episode interview.
2: yeah it's gonna be a fun episode we fun we, conversation i'm really, i i got to stop calling these interviews because they're not you know, you know like we, they're just not
0: it was funny too because like even on the the what's your bacon we, we kind of like we totally hit it off and we, we kind of learned about her things about you know her bacon that's what we like to lean on a lot but at the same time man we're songwriters So, so that's why we lean on that particular aspect of this interview because we just had so much fun talking to her about the different genres that she got into, and um, you know, (laughs) dude, I, I,
2: like, I try and steer away. I try and steer away from song writing we do we do we try but this one was very different i just really liked her song so i just wanted to know the answers so it, it yeah it had nothing to do with you you guys listening i appreciate you and i love you and i'm glad that you're there but i ask questions that uh i just really wanted the answers to yeah which is you know kind of the deal all the time but yeah usually but yeah like i I just really like her writing. I thought yeah, it was really cool, and really I like good. her songs, and um, I just wanted to know more about it. So. Yeah.
0: So uh, that's a really fun interview, and she's a Jersey girl. We talked yeah. a little bit about how her Jersey roots affected her writing and style and all that kind of stuff, and we should probably do that like right yeah, now. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Interruption! I was going to do the hold up. Hey... <laughs> <laughs> But that was better. Nice. There's no time like today to take care of your, your hygiene. Indeed. Indeed. And one of those things that can help you, if you're a man or a woman even, yeah. uh, Manscaped. Manscaped can help you with their, uh, their lawnmower 4.0. Yeah. Uh, Their lawnmower 4.0 has skin-safe technology. It's a ceramic blade. It's waterproof. It's got a nice little uh, LED lights so this way you can mm-hmm. see underneath all those, those
2: crevices. Shave your privates in the shower in the dark. Don't actually do that. Don't do that. But that, you that, could. Yeah, you could with Manscaped.
0: Because you have a light. Indeed, indeed. And for guys, uh, listen... Uh, The Perfect Package uh, 4.0 is, like, where it's at for you guys. Because it comes with not only the lawnmower, not only the weed
2: whacker for your ear and nose holes. Well, we got one. So, yeah. So, bring it up real quick. What you also get... So, yes. For one, you get the Lawnmower 4.0, which is ceramic blades. It's not going to cut you. It's got a guard so you can... You know, make sure that you got a trim in some spots. You got to the skin in other spots. You make sure that that beanbag's shiny. You know, we also have some... Package that beanbag in... Underwear. Underwear. Yeah. It's got the uh, little ball pouch. It does have the ball pouch. And it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, It's great. Separate. It's technology. Um,
0: This right here... I like this. for when you are shaving your balls... Yeah, it's little placemats. So this yeah, it's way, like,
2: it's like a newspaper.
0: Yeah, but then you just you you shave them, you crumple it up, you throw it away. No mess, no hus, no fuss. Yeah, right. Is that, it's is that also it got goes? some.
2: It's it's got some fun, funny articles in it. It, as does. Well, it so does. It does. It does. When you read I it. recommend you definitely read it, yeah. but not while you're shaving your nuts. No, uh, there's the ball deodorant. Yes, I, I use it every day. Crop preserver. And the Crop Reviver... I don't use it every day, but I have used it plenty of It is times.
0: pretty fantastic. You need that midday spritz. Yep. Just psst, psst, go for it. Freshens you up right away. Who doesn't love a little spritz on the bean bag? Exactly. And
2: where do I keep it all? Well, right here. The Shed, baby. You know what? The Shed is a pouch for the things to clean your pouch. Exactly. Right? Right. Right? I use it personally for my toilet
0: trees when I travel. You do, I've it's, seen it. I, I've got I've got multiple. I've got a few of them. Uh-huh. So uh yeah, go ahead, manscaped.com, use the promo code
2: Pod. You get 20% off this entire order plus free shipping. Uh, Not only can you get the Perfect Package 4.0, but you can sign up for their program where they will send you new stuff automatically. New blades. Every month, every two months, every three months. You decide. You decide what you need. If you need new blades every three months, they'll send you new blades every three months. If you want to check out uh, maybe the crop mops. I can't talk about the crop mops. Enough. They're my favorite thing. Yes. Uh, get those. Get those every month. When you anyway, come and you hang them. out with
0: us and we see you and stuff like that, we always have crop mops on our person. So yeah, it's make like sure a business card, us.
2: but for Manscaped and not us. Yes.
0: So go ahead. Yeah. Manscaped.com promo code BaconPod twenty percent off free shipping. Call it a day. Thank you very much. Yeah.
1: What are you drinking? What what is it uh Johnny Walker? What is it? No, uh, today's uh,
2: we, have, we have Bushmills uh, right now. Oh,
1: it's like um, shaped similarly.
2: We have well we got this uh triple pack of Bushmills. Yeah. We we uh we did two shows already so we went through the regular. <laughs> and we are now on the Black Bush. Yeah.
0: Oh. We usually do Jameson uh yes. but I forgot to I didn't get to get a new bottle, so... And we um, have all this whiskey. And we have a lot of whiskey. Like, we have we have something called Cocoa Bomb.
2: We do. We have a chocolate It's a chocolate
0: whiskey. Ooh.
2: That I've heard great things about that I brought here because Ooh. I heard great things about, and then we still haven't ever opened it or Never tried it. Never opened it, it. it still. So. Because... We, what we need to do is we need because to... Because Taskmaster here... So...
0: I'm sorry, you can tell with like the the whole like camera thing too where I'm just like move this. Move this out of the way. I do digress, but today we're joined by singer-songwriter, fucking awesome artist yes. with a brand new EP out, Happy Never Ending. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got Leah on the show. Dude, what's going on?
1: Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate the intro. That was cool. Kind of caught me off guard, a little bit of a jump scare.
0: Yeah, that's what well. We do. That's, that's what I do. Wait until my wait until my segue later might be even worse. He is the master of all segues. Yeah, but dude, thank you for joining us. Uh, we we were gonna try and do this last week, and I like you. You had like work and stuff. It sucks,
1: yeah. And,
0: <laughs> and 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 when when I was told, hey, listen, we're gonna have to move it. I was like, that's totally cool because. Um, well, you were out of town. I was out of town anyway, oh, and I was gonna do did. it remotely. So we were like remotely figuring it out anyway. But but yeah, the, the the non-remote episodes work way better, and I'm glad that we got to push it down to this week. And dude, uh, excited that you're on. Your new EP, uh, and I said it before, and he said it before, yeah. dude, it's fucking awesome.
2: Yeah, it's, it's oh, really, you. really good. Oh. Um, I texted him earlier today, uh, that like, I we had we had two artists that we were listening to today to to do interviews with and um and I listened to the other one and checked it out and everything and I thought it was good and then I heard yours and I immediately texted him and I was like she's really fucking good man <laughs> like this is this is great wow I'm a, I'm a <laughs> fan of you. this this is great that's um, awesome I
1: appreciate that
2: <laughs> hey you know what like I'm I appreciate a uh, a well written song I'm yeah. a songwriter I love lyrics lyrics draw me in. And um, and the style of lyric writing that you do is very vulnerable and it's very open and it's very kind of like, hey, this is how I feel. It's in your face. You can fucking deal with it or you could not, but I got to get it out and so I'm going to get it out and somebody's going to love it and uh i love that that's that's my favorite kind of song that's my favorite kind of writing wow so, uh, i'm glad
1: that's what you got from it too cuz it's like if i were to ever describe my music that's exactly how i would say it and i didn't even have to tell you that
2: sweet awesome that's
1: awesome. awesome thank you that means a lot
2: cool i i loved it i had i had a really good time with it like yeah absolutely absolutely
0: and and you've got you've got roots here on the east coast you're you're currently in la
1: yes
0: uh and and we talk to a lot of people from la but we're we're from New York. We're here in New York, and uh, you're originally from Jersey. So, what I what I love is like reading up on your 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 bio and stuff like that, like how you were uh, influenced by like the Warp Tour era and uh, the pop punk and stuff like that. And what I don't think a lot of people realize is how much of that is like super deep rooted in Jersey. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: Jersey is a, a crazy hotbed and you know like hey this year Bamboozle's coming back. It used to be skate and surf and then it was Bamboozle and you know it was off for a few years and stuff like that. So uh, tell tell us a little bit about the Jersey scene uh and your your like roots in the yeah, Jersey Yeah, your
1: experience in the because... I don't know, I think that's like That's kind of like what made, I guess, made me as an artist, you know, I feel like moving away from Jersey, I feel like a lot of people are just like, ah, it's the armpit state, like, there's not much to do there. (laughs) (laughs) There's not much to do there, but it's just like, I don't know, I find myself constantly talking about it, but because I think the music scene that, like, I grew up on when I was, like, old enough to go to concerts and, like, discover music myself was that pop punk scene and it was just so prevalent in like where I'm from specifically so like I'm from Point Pleasant and then we have Asbury Park which is a huge part of that scene and I would go there all the time like as a kid and even like Starlin Ballroom was like a big venue for like bands to come through and like they were all just the bands that I'm influenced by now but I just listened to growing up and yeah Jersey was just like such a hot spot for that type of that type of music so even just going to see my friends bands play or like being in my own little like high school band and stuff and trying to play those gigs out there it's like we all made a similar genre and style of music and it came from jersey and so i love talking about jersey now as an adult because i think it just influenced my music and my career so much growing up in that like beach scene like that punky beach scene that like who, like there's not a, I don't know. It's very unique. It's a unique story. There's not a lot of people that go.
0: And like, you got like Jersey shore fest, which people don't really know about that. That was like a big thing for a little while. Um, uh, dude, you brought up Starland and that immediately to my, my heart. Uh, Listen, uh, so we're in long Island and I will nine times out until they opened up the paramount here in long Island. Uh, Nine times out of ten, I would go to the Starland show before I would go to a
2: city show. Yeah. Because I love Starland. And that tenth time, you'll stay home. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's correct. It's He's correct.
1: There's just, it's like, fair. a certain crowd. Like, I don't know. I mean, honestly, the only time I I, I think I've, I've, like, gone there maybe a couple times with, like, the one time I remember going there, like, very, like, in fresh in my mind was for mayday parade and i was like still in high school so a lot of these a lot of these like experiences from jersey for me were like high school experiences so it's like what were all age venues that like were allowing me to go in and it's actually crazy because i was going to like the pony and all that and i was underage and it i think that was probably a really big thing even though right now I'm, i'm only playing like 21 and up venues but i still have fans that are like Please, can you play in all ages? And I'm like, oh my god! Like, there's there's no all ages venues in LA. Like, I'm freaking out.
0: Actually, funny (laughs) enough, my my drummer like my drummer just recently texted me, and he was just like, hey man, my my son really wants to come watch us play. Can you just book an all ages show? I'm like, uh uh, just book an all age what?
1: Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you know what? What is that? Like it's You made, like-, like, a light bulb go off in my head because I'm like, that's why I've been so influenced and now I'm playing all these shows that are 21 and up. Like, who, who the hell am I influencing? Like, what kids am I going to influence on, like, wanting... Being where I was, that, that's not happening as much. And that, like, that does, like, really put, like, a thing in my head right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like a... No,
2: like, yeah, you, you need, you you need a packager. You gotta like, find those VFW halls. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta find those places that'll let you in, like... I feel like, like, just recently, they've just started, those, like, doing, doing those, those again. again. Yeah, yeah, They and, stopped for but, a long but time.
0: But now, like, where I'm at, I'm like, cool, I'm gonna go to a VFW hall, and they're gonna be like, cool, old dude, like... <laughs> Way to play a VFW hall to 16-year-olds. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be a creep here. I just want to play music. I just got music that I think
2: is good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you want to inspire people. I didn't think yeah. about that really until we just talked about it. Like, yeah, all ages venues, like, huge, huge thing growing up, especially in, like, Asbury. Like, that influenced me. I wasn't even – I went to a Offspring show. I was looking back at my photos in, like, 2014. I don't think I was of age then, was I? No, no. I had just graduated high school and. In 2013, and so it's like, how how the hell did I get it at the Offspring show at like, however old I was, like that's right, insane. Right. But like that's that was like so impactful in my life.
2: <laughs> well, and, and I think that's one of the cool things about Jersey, and and I'm sure there's places in in well maybe not L.A. but but in California definitely, much. yeah, like Anaheim, to.
1: like Chain Reactions, yeah, all yeah.
2: ages. Any places that you can get to that are kind of by the beach like because you know you brought up jersey shore fest right well and what you have there is you have all these places that are kind of open air places like if you if you can't go in and buy a drink and everything you 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 can 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 still hear the band from the board that's
1: what (laughs) my roommate and i did that uh, it was like it was like a while ago we didn't we didn't get into the actual concert but we watched it from it was like brick and mortar and like alabama shakes we watched it from like the freaking boardwalk and we were like this is awesome exactly
2: (laughs) right and that's i think that kind of that shapes you too because yeah and i think that's i've always thought that was cool about the jersey kind of like music scene is that they had that kind of like boardwalk beach thing but they didn't lean into it the way that like you find like um socal bands or even like long island new york bands do where it it becomes more um island vibey Mm-hmm. they get a little bit of of that kind of reggae theme to what they're doing you're still getting um just as much of like the punk scene and the hardcore scene and all that kind of stuff uh you're just kind of getting it in a in a little bit of a different flavor that's that's i don't really know how to explain it cuz it's not it's not the same thing but it's unique to jersey mm-hmm. you know yeah. um i've played with a lot of bands that are uh, in like that quote genre in the pop punk genre in the punk genre uh around the country and it's like there's there is something unique about like a Jersey scene versus uh an Ohio scene versus right. a California scene and there are distinct differences between them you know like and that that happens yeah yeah but, um, that's
1: why I keep like Jersey in my bio it's like I I yeah, yeah I've lived in california for a long time i've lived in north carolina i've lived in philly like i'm gonna live in nashville it's like but jersey is like that's like what you're getting when you get my music and when you get me you know yeah
2: well you 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 got that certain amount of attitude and that certain amount of um urgency there's an urgency to music from this coast or this side that you don't quite hear um and it's not, it's not, like, it's just a different thing, you know? There's just a different aspect to it. Uh, like, you brought up Mayday Parade, and that's one of the bands that, like, I went and saw also. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, bands, like, I'm trying to, like, think back to, like, when I was going to, like, around that era would have been, like, SGT. Mm-hmm. Like, bands like that. Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday. You know, like, and there's a certain, there's a certain attitude to or a certain urgency to the playing. There's a certain attitude to it that's influenced by the New York hardcore scene. Mm -hmm. And that's also influenced by kind of like being away from that and being on like a, on a water, (laughs) like type of, vibe where it's like relaxed so you're like hardcore and on top of the beat yet still relaxed and in the pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and it's this weird. Literally
1: that yes. <laughs> kind of
2: thing that happens uh, that I think is really cool about about the style and the genre that kind of comes out of there. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
2: I love that. I love that. What uh, you?
0: uh I've been talking a lot. I'm I've gonna, been talking
2: nonstop. I was going to right, <laughs> give, give you a, a, a minute
0: to, to like so you talked about you talked about nashville you talked about heading to nashville uh i always like for me i i always said if i were to move anywhere that's gonna be it uh so what's bringing you to nashville where what's up with that
1: i mean i haven't felt that way when i so okay growing up when i was like applying to colleges after that i guess i went to college in north carolina it was probably the best case scenario i could have done for myself it was a great great time but going thinking about like okay where am i going to go next as an adult am i going to pursue music etc i'm like i have new york i have nashville and i have la that was in 2018 and i'm like i've been to la for six months already because i did a school program out there i kind of just always had this fascination about la just felt right i love the beach like the everything just felt like that was my timing that was perfect that was right I still love L.A. I absolutely am so grateful I got to spend the past like six years here. It's been an incredible experience. But at the time that I was looking to move and like decide where I was going to like pursue a life outside of like what I've grown up in um, Nashville was an option, but it wasn't at I wasn't part of the scene at that Mm -hmm. time. And I it wasn't what it because I was in I was really into pop at that time and I I know probably touch on that later too but I was it just wasn't what I thought it was gonna be for me and even talking to people about it now it has grown so much from you know country to pop to alternative and now it has everything and like that's just evolution of music and time and I think now sounds like the right time to be there I've honestly been only I've been flying to work there for two and a half years. I feel like it's been at this point. Well, you're the producers there, right? Yeah. Chase Coy, he's out there. So I've just been going there a lot. And I'm like, I, it, it it took so many times flying out there to where I'm like, I just need to be there in this moment of my life. I need to like live there. So we're going to try it out.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. I, I love Nashville. Like I love the area and stuff like that. I know like, I know it's grown a lot and I know that when so like when I first started going there Broadway was basically off Broadway <laughs> so right so you could go there and see like an awesome original band but now Broadway is basically all cover bands and stuff but yeah we, we found a yeah. bunch of really cool spots. we did the five spot yeah the five spot I love that venue so much uh, we, we saw some really good bands there cool um, but yeah I love I love the feel of Nashville and yeah now i I, I feel like right now especially and you know even the, the like the last band we interviewed and stuff like that the the lines are blurred with genres so much mm-hmm. that if you want to be a viable producer or a viable fucking anything you, you have to be accepting to all of the genres right? yeah.
1: Like yeah, definitely. That, That's like so, Chase says that too all the time. He's like, I want to do all these genres, like I have to be that to Right, right. In this climate, in this like, you know, in this music industry, it's like today, yeah.
0: Well yeah, you can't you can't we, we talked about it in the past, like tribalism is is like still a thing in a lot of places. It but, definitely is with music. But, yeah. but moving forward, it's it's fucking not. It's just not. It can't be. Yeah. It can't be because you can't do the same thing over and over and over again.
2: Quick reminder that this show is brought to you by our brand new sponsor, Mythical Beards. Check them out, mythicalbeards.com. You can get stickers, you can get hoodies, you can get all that kind of stuff, but most importantly, you can get shit for your face. Keep your beard fresh,
0: keep it clean, keep it groomed. If it's good enough for Mick Foley, goddammit, it's good enough for us. I'm wearing the Kraken right now. I am actually wearing the Dracula. Nice. And that's why I smell like an old-time barbershop.
2: If you go to mythicalbeards.com and use the promo code BACON15, you get 15% off your entire order. The show is also brought to you by our good friends at grillyourassoff.com, where you can also get 15% off of your order of all spices, grilling rubs. They're uh, delicious freaking sauces yes delicious sauces all that kind of stuff every season is grilling season if you like to cook yes so definitely check it out greerassoff.com use the promo code bacon because it'll keep grilling season all year fucking long 15 percent off with the promo code 10% off at drinkwildbills.com where you can get all kinds of great sodas, which we've seen lots of mixers for. So keep sending them in. Hashtag drinkwildbills, hashtag what's your bacon. Send mm-hmm. us your, your beverage options. Of choice. And yes. also poddex.com, you can see them in an... another part of the show. Yes. But indeed. But both of those 10% off, you use the promo code bacon. So yes. check it out. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you got. Use them, find them. If you can't remember what we just said, go to baconismypodcast.com, everything's there. Check it out, thanks for watching. That leads me to a question for you, Um, as a songwriter. uh, So, Stay Right has that island jammy vibe. Yeah. Right? Uh, Future X is very club. Yeah pebbles get over yourself very pop yeah right (laughs) um now the happy never ending ep is very rock punk alternative so um and and i even heard that you want to make a new metal version of hawaii which i would love to hear (laughs) yeah that would be fantastic so for you as a writer um and and this is this is why I will uh, I will contest the middle finger because it was a compliment. Uh, I <laughs> I personally love writing in all styles uh, as a songwriter. I like having bits and pieces of as many like pushing yourself. Yeah, like my my band's recent the last two years of us being a band was releasing singles specifically so if that single had a flavor of a certain kind of music. We leaned all the way into it and went, like, how far can we push this mm-hmm. um, with, like, let's visually, like, do the artwork as if it's this genre and style. And let's kind of, like, find all the best parts of this genre and style. And how do they mix with our style of music? And let, let's try these things and do these things. Um, how how important do you think it is in this, like, day and age for songwriters to be able to be like versatile like that, um, genreless, songs. and and so as a as a second one, how important do you think it is for songwriters to be able to kind of do that now? And two, which one of those genres for you kind of is the most fun because you've
1: mm-hmm. really
2: dipped your toe in everything and and done it really well like i gotta say like when when you did uh pop man it was it was mixed pop it was produced pop it was recorded that way you the the harmonies you chose the instruments you chose everything really kind of went all the way in you didn't half-ass that shit at all same thing when you when you went club and you have remixes same thing now you know, like it it feels authentic. Everything is authentic to the style that you went in. So it doesn't at all feel like, you know, like, oh, I'm chameleon, just kind of doing whatever. It, yeah. it feels like you went all in on everything, which I yeah. think is awesome. Right. Thank you. So, so yeah, one, how important do you think that is for a songwriter to be versatile? Um, or do you think that stands in the way sometimes from somebody just being like, yo, this is my lane and I'm going to push it 1000% and what genre was the most fun for you
1: yeah those are all great questions and thank you for the compliments that means a lot because it's like truthfully those times that i was making all those genres i was fully and wholeheartedly committed to it like i was inspired by i can list you like 10 artists with each genre that really inspired me i made music off of that and then i moved on i think what you saw at least from me was an artist developing into i think what felt the most authentic to me um but at the same time i think it's important to be versatile but in the climate of like you know modern music and top 40 and and you know i'm not right. not that i'm trying to be that but i'm also not trying to be the most unique alternative band well, either yeah. like i want you're not mainstream. trying
2: to not sell anything
1: Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, kind of. Let's be real. You know, like
2: the minute you put something out for other people, you're putting out a product, right? Right? And we and we, and unfortunately, like as artists, we all kind of like that's like a shitty thing to be like, I'm putting out a product, but like the reality is, is we are, we are putting out. I don't mind, I don't mind it. We are trying to make something that somebody's gonna like, right? Yeah, because music is communication, so you're trying to communicate to other humans you know? And you're just kind of like, you're, you're, you're aiming that arrow at different things at different times.
1: Yeah. And that's like, I don't
2: don't think there's anything wrong with that at all.
1: I I don't either. I mean, I, the reason I'm, I'm, I'm making the music I'm making now because it's like, I was influenced by it. And I've been told so many times that my voice just sounds better in rock and I've grown up on rock and roll. It's like, all right, let me like really hone in on what I think actually sounds best to me, but there's a part of it that's still mainstream that and I don't mind that I know, like, I feel like there are some pop punk bands out there that would definitely be like, I want to steer as far away from mainstream as possible. And that's okay. Like that is okay. If that's what you want. I still love to listen to it. But there's still a part of me that is, is grasping onto that mainstream pop sound because I really like the business and the marketing of music. And I like to see how much I can push that with like the alternative stuff that I like. Like there's a reason things are like new pop or new, new punk, new metal, new rock. And those are like right. playlists that I've been on too. It's like, yeah, I, that. thank you. Like I want to be seen as an artist that is inspired by something in the past, but like bringing something modern and new to it. So I think it's really important to be versatile as an artist because you're just going to, pull those ideas and it just makes you who you are but like there's obviously no science to it like this is that you like literally described my evolution of my music career it's like <laughs> I liked surf rock I was a big hippie at a time in high school I loved classic rock and it's like yeah. you heard that and stay right and then I had like this pop phase and like I made this like California beach pop playlist on Spotify and it has a lot of followers and people want to be put on my playlist. And I was like, damn, that was just a phase of my music. And like, <laughs> and it's doing something somewhere. It's like, you know, it just, it's just, and I like how you said it was authentic because yeah, it literally like you saw me like just making the shit I wanted to make at the time. And that felt really well, good.
2: That comes across though. You know, like I, I think I always, um, I teach at a, I teach at a music school. I teach at like a school of rock and stuff. And I, I any time I talk to I anybody I that
1: too.
2: Oh nice. I talk to anybody that wants to be a songwriter or has any aspirations at all of being a songwriter and they're like, What style should I write in? And I'm like, Whatever you want. Whatever you want. Like, and they're like, <laughs> But I like all these different styles. Don't I have to pick one? And I'm like, No, I, I don't think you do. Um, just because I think you have to be genuine. And I think if you're genuine, it doesn't matter what style you're in, because the one thing that people don't respond to is bullshit.
1: Oh, and they and, they respond to it, but very badly. Well, yeah, like, it's, it's, it,
2: uh, it, it, they're not going to respond the way you'd like. Right, to no. bullshit, like. But if you're if you're authentic and you're genuine in what you do, and you can tell that, like, if you're going to play in a style, then then I need to know that you love that style because I'm going to hear it. I'm going to hear if you went into it and it's just not.
1: Your thing. This. It's,
2: it sounds like you did yeah. it to fit something. You know, mm. if you're trying to fit into a, uh, into some kind of frame, you know, like you can have an amazing painting and you try and put it in a frame that's too small, you're going to lose all of it. You know, that's and you're a, only going to yeah. get one, one perspective. If, if you consistently make it fit, whatever you're doing, because you appreciate not only the picture, but you appreciate the frame, then then you're going to make things that are going to fit and that they're going to work and they're going to be real and they're going to be genuine and people are going to respond to it.
1: Yeah. And and bouncing off of that. Another thing, like kind of like the advice you give to like people you're talking to about this stuff, it's like something I, I kind of always say, but I don't, I think I say it more candidly, not never really in an interview, but it's just like, you're not to be blunt. Like I'm always blunt. So like not to be Mm -hmm. frank, but like you're never going to be original. And I think the best right. you can be is you. authentic and genuine to yourself. There's nothing I'm doing that's unique. There's nothing any artist nowadays is doing that's unique. And if someone that's says great. it, like that's a that's a dime in a dozen. Like it is very hard to come and make some stuff, especially if you want to be a successful musician. No one wants this experimental, wild. You're not going to sell stadiums out on your first record if you make this like crazy right. out there spaceship music. Right. You got to make something that somebody else already made but do it in your own way. And like that's something you got to get in your head or get out of your head. You know, it's just like you're never going to be original, but you can be yourself.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That was the best advice I ever got from from someone like when I did one of those like uh, what was it like they had those festivals in New York? But it was like the the Munch Music Festival or something like yeah. that where you would you would go in and you'd play and you'd if you did Well, you'd get like five minutes from an industry person that would sit with you and talk to you, right? <laughs> like those those things and and I remember getting so much horrible advice from those things that I never listened wow. to But then I got I got the best advice I ever got from one of those was someone being like um like you can – if you put in your – in your body. if I come up to you on the street and you hand me a card, right, or you hand me um, a CD and I say, uh, cool, what type of music are you? And you give me something that I can't understand, then I don't care. If you give me like – one, if you give me something like we're totally unique rock that you've never heard before, my immediate reaction is no, you're not.
1: <laughs> yeah. And
2: and I don't care anyway cuz you've not given me anything to go with. Right. But mm-hmm. if you say oh, you know, like we we we've got a uh, we've got a like my band. We've got a we've got a Green Day and Foo Fighters and Cheap Trick in a in a Fisticuffs Brawl, right? Then it's like, "Oh, either I like one of those bands or all of those bands or I know someone who does." Or at least immediately, I have an idea of what you sound like,
1: so right. I can, I can yeah.
2: do something with that,
1: mm-hmm.
2: right? Um, if you don't give them that, then they're just kind of like, oh, right, uh, you've invented a whole new style of music that no one's ever heard before. <laughs> cool. You found the 13th note and you've used it. Great. Good for you. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I thought that was really good advice because at the time, it was like I was starting to, and I was trying to be like, we can't let anybody feel like we're copying anybody. We have to show that we're unique. And it's like, we ain't yeah. unique. Fucking nobody's unique. <laughs> There's 12 I, notes. They I only work about... together so many ways. <laughs> There's, that, that's one thing I do hate about,
0: like, writing with other people where you're just where they just go... Oh well, this band did this in this song. It's like, you're that's a drum fill. Like, fucking relax,
1: <laughs> dude.
2: Like, it's not a big deal.
1: Yeah, right.
2: we can't do this because uh, insert incredibly successful, amazing, chart topping, world recognized band did it. And I'm like, no, I, I, you know, I'm I'd like to do what they did. I'm totally fine. Because That's something can...
1: that like kind of boggles my mind a lot too. Is like, how do people write this many songs and like, there's only been X amount of, you know, like, not lawsuits, but like, you know, legal right. stuff that comes out about it. As like, how right. that like that like really boggles my mind. It's like, how do we get to space? Like, how do you how do you write this many? Like, every time I write a song, I'm like, there ha- someone has to have written this song before. Right.
2: Somebody's found this melody because yeah. it works. Right, right, it works. And, and with the genres of, so many genres of music, like, you know what's coming next when you hear it. And if it doesn't, it throws you off. And you're almost kind of like, mm, I don't know, I wasn't into that song. Like that. But like, yeah. if it goes where you want it to go, like, you're kind of like, yeah, cool. Because we're not making music for musicians. I'm not making, I'm not I'm not singing to impress a singer.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm singing
2: to, to somehow reach somebody that can't or doesn't think they can. Mm-hmm. And, and will, for some reason, go like, oh, man, I'm not alone. He gets me. I feel like this song was written about me. I feel, you know, like, those are the yeah. things. That's that's what I've always gone yeah. f- for, you know, because that's what I appreciated about music when I was growing up. I would listen to a song and I'd be like,
1: they get me. Yeah, like, that hits hard. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah.
2: Right? Like, I'm not alone. You know? And that's so that's what music always was for me. So that's what I always wanted to be as far as music goes for, for other people. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: and I get it. There yeah. are people out there that are like, you know, I, I want to, I want to go full crazy Prague in different ways. And I'm like, awesome. Do it. But also in that music, someone's done it. Yeah. <laughs> and they've done it really well. And just, you know, the, the only thing that separates you from everybody else is your heart and your mind. Mm-hmm. That's really it. You know, one thing I will do with, with those type of people and like, I've dealt
0: with a lot of them uh, in my years, but but one of the things that I'll do is, is they'll go, oh, I want to do this like weird, crazy thing. Cool, no problem. As long as there's room for a chorus that's catchy as fuck, yes, that's all that matters. Yep, that's all that matters. If, if you don't have a chorus that's catchy as fuck, what are you doing this for? Right? Why Should you show off how awesome you play guitar?
1: <laughs> cool. Uh-oh. And it's hard too nowadays because like music is at your disposal, like no matter yeah. like, you know, maybe like 10, 15, 20 years ago, like it was you didn't hear a ton of music all the time right. because it's true. social media didn't exist. So, you know, granted, we do have like a giant pool of of competition. I don't like to call it that, but like yeah. right. of, you know, people fighting, you know, you're fighting for others ears. You're fighting for people's mm-hmm. ears. So we do have that. But at the same time, it's also given like opportunities, uh, you know, to artists like myself to do like big things and perform in front of big crowds, whether it's at emo nights or just kind of like collaborating with a major artist that wants to give smaller artists the chance. It's like there's more of that. So it's like it's just happening like like times 1000. Like it's just happening a lot now, but it's great. It's a little bit harder to get into it, but at the same time, like there's something for everybody, and even yeah. if like I, I think my being in the music industry, I think it as like as a rising alternative artist has made me realize how many fucking people there are that like listen to music, because I think like I'm 27. Right. But it's like the past 15 years, like the world kept getting bigger as I got older. And I think that's what happens when you age and you get older, you realize that there's like a lot more people out there than you were ever exposed to as like a right. freaking toddler. And so I'm just realizing nowadays, like nowadays that, it, you know, if if this person doesn't like it, then this person will. And if I, I can't believe all the shows that like I have friends that are they're like selling out venues all over the world. And I'm like, the 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 shortage of people who are going to listen to that music is 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 never ending. It's it's crazy like how many people are out there that want to listen and like engage and you know be a part of this. So like, I random like unsolicited advice like to anyone like starting in the music industry. It's like there's always going to be someone listening to it, whether it's good or bad, whether That's it's awesome. good or bad. Like there's That's always going to be well, someone I love that. And these days, just like
2: you were saying, like there's so many places to listen to it. And it's always changing, but every time it changes, it still carries over all the music from the last place. Yeah, right? you know. So, like, there there was a time in the world where to hear something from somewhere that was outside your bubble, you had to actively do it and look for it and go into some music store and search through CDs and find it.
1: Yeah, versus which I've done. yeah, yeah,
2: me too. Yeah. Versus versus <laughs> now. Um, It'll show up on your Discover Weekly or it'll show up on something else because you happen to listen to something else that leads you to it. So there's really this element of once you put something out, like that's – your immortality is there because it's forever going to be there and there will always be someone that will find it and there will always be somebody that's going to listen to it.
1: Yeah, which is super yeah. cool.
2: <laughs> yeah, which Absolutely. is it's 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 weird and awesome and super fucking cool. Um it makes it I don't know if it makes it to where music gains value in some ways or loses value in some ways because it's not so um yours. It's it's kind of ah, anybody that wants to can do it, and anybody that wants to hear it can hear it. uh So I I think there's there's something to that argument of like music's been devalued um because it's, it's
1: so oversaturated.
2: Yeah, it's it's so easy that it's it's become background. You know, yeah. like people live their life like they used to watch a movie. There's music in the background of a mu- movie. There's music in the background of my life. I'm not paying attention to it. I'm paying attention to the action. Yeah. Um. So there that happens, but I still think that that. You know a great song and a great writer and a great singer is is gonna break through it'll
1: cut through, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely,
2: someone's gonna hear it, and they're gonna go, and they're and they're still gonna get that like uh, oh, somebody it- gets me.
1: Yeah, it's not. Oh, yeah. Somebody gets me. I was gonna say it's not like you're just it's not like someone's gonna pick you up off the street and be like, I discovered the best new artist. But it's like, no, there's gonna be people online that just resonate with the shit that you're making. And it's gonna reach somebody and then somebody will believe in you. I mean, just even from my own experiences, it's just like that train of, oh, I heard this from this person. And and then that person heard that from that person. It's like, and then I get more people on my team. And it's like, yeah, if if someone believes it and if they love it, like, they, they will, they will grasp onto it, whether they're a listener or like a supporter that could help you in other ways, like in industry ways and whatnot.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, You, you brought up uh, artists that want to help out other artists and stuff like that. Uh, My question, uh, one of, one of my favorite bands is sleeping with sirens. So what was it like working with Kellen Quinn? Now I know that like, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a lot of like that, like the Artist X, I think, is that what it's called? Featured,
1: like, Featured, Featured X. Featured X or Featured something, X, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where,
0: where you can kind of like, hey, you could do that, whatever. Um, did you get to work with him, and what was it like working with him?
1: Yeah, I did use that website. Um, I think it's like, I, I feel like a lot of people, not, not that are gatekeeping it, but I feel like there's this little like shame in using it um because there is talks of just like oh this band and this band and all these bands are, are suddenly getting kellen on the song and it's like yeah but also there's been an amazing community of people that i've met through that because it's like another artist you know that had worked on him with the song like i now we're friends like bemo rouge for example who's yeah, on okay. fts like he did a song with kellen that's how i know him and then we have like this little group of people that just like are friends now because of FTS is by the good. way,
0: my favorite song on the record.
1: Hell yeah. Thank it. you. Nice, nice. I appreciate I, I like that. It. That's like awesome. It. I never know how, like I know that's like the hardest one. So I never know how like each song is going to hit, but that means a lot. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, just getting to work with him. He gives like a platform. He has a platform and he shares it with artists that are up and coming. And I think that's really awesome. And I don't know. He just, he was been great to work with. It was really an easy process. Once he like listened to the song and he like approved it, he, Like he has to to like it, to work on it. He, he enjoyed it. He put his parts on it, sent me a ton of, of options. And then, um, yeah, communicated with me directly. And I sent it off to my, uh, producer and then mix engineer. And we just like, kind of picked the best parts and mixed it in there. And it worked fantastically. And, you know, he, Kellen's been sharing, um you know my posts and retweeting and reposting and everything and it's been it's been really really fun as an artist to connect with his fans as well because i think like when you're that big you definitely don't have the time to get to know a bunch of individual people that support your career but you would be nothing without them and like they obviously appreciate those people but it's been really like fun as like a smaller artist to get like some of his fans and have them like, just, I, I, I'm at the point where, I mean, I don't, I really hope I never get to a point where I can't answer people, but I know that that's a thing. I absolutely recognize it and understand it. But like, I'm on my phone, like 24 seven, whether it's like, you know, posting stuff or answering DMS. It's like, I, I right now I acknowledge every single person. And it's so cool to like, get to talk to these fans of his that are now giving me a chance and respect me because Kellen shared them with me or like you know like sleeping with sirens created this awesome fan base and now I get like a tiny little hair of that and I'm getting to know these artists and what they like and they're helping me grow and like still being a small artist and stuff so that's been well,
2: whether you, so fun whether you used, whether you used uh, the site or not you still got right. the seal of approval you know what I mean and you still got the share and you still got to experience that and you said I think it's awesome I did mm-hmm. why why wouldn't this business is tough. Yeah. No, yeah. Like it's a, it's a pain in the ass. So any kind of thing like that, I think is amazing. I think that's awesome. Uh, you brought up your, your favorite song on the thing. So I felt like I needed to do that as well. Yes. But I will even, I will narrow it down even more. I have a favorite part on the entire EP.
1: Ooh. And it, is,
2: it is in the song like yesterday.
1: Ah, deep cut.
2: <laughs> and it is, <laughs> There's this right smack in the middle. Yeah, but it's it's this it's this beautiful like uh, ballady type song. But right in the middle, we have this one part where everything hits, and there's this like primal scream that kind of happens right on beat, right with everything, and it's this huge moment, and then it goes away. And I just love the production decision to do that.
1: Thank you. Because... That was me. Actually, I give chase a lot of credit oh for God. everything he's done, but that was all me. <laughs>
2: That's so <laughs> fucking you. cool. Like when I, when I heard it, I was just like, it came kind of not out of nowhere because Someone of like, said it
1: was a jump scare when they were listening. So yeah, like, like of, the, yeah. the song, yeah. the,
2: that was the right place in the song to have something. Oh, for sure. And then, but then the fact that it was, that was just kind of like, Oh, that's fucking cool. That gave me like the shoulder shrugs. Like that was, that was oh, fucking no. awesome. So wow. that's, that's my favorite part of the EP.
1: I, I really appreciate that. That there's like a little funny story that kind of comes along with that. When I was doing it in the studio um i like told chase i was like because listen ballads are like my bread and butter but i don't think they're i don't think they're i think they're appreciated by a very niche group of people and they're not that mainstream content so it's like how can i make like yesterday speak so much to like myself and others listening while also making it interesting enough Mm -hmm. to you know for somebody like yourself to say something like that about it because it didn't hit with the last EP. I love Take You on Tour, but it was very specific to people that listened to it. So I I think when that happened, it's like I wanted to make it explode at the end. And I was in the studio and Chase was just like, all right, just like do some riffs and stuff. And so I was like, okay, are you ready? Like I'm going to be loud a little bit. He's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. And then I screamed (laughs) and recorded that whole part. And he was like, he like stopped it, and he was like, "Uh, I wasn't expecting you to do that." <laughs> and I was like, "Well, I fucking did." And then the rest is history, and we put Dude, it. in it was, like that. it was it was awesome. awesome.
2: It was Thank awesome. You. Like, it and I love so that fun. you only did it once too. I love that the second time that part comes, you don't do it.
1: Yeah, it was just like a little more riffs and stuff. But yeah, the screen yeah. was like totally it, not
2: like horrible. it. Just it just, like it. It makes. The song is great, but it totally makes the the listening experience of it because it builds tension, and when it releases the tension, it releases the fucking tension.
1: Yeah, you know,
2: um, and then the song just ends too, which I also love. I absolutely Thank love that you. too. I, I think that's fucking cool. I love yeah. those kind of things. I I try and use those things too. Like I I always try and like end songs. I'm like, don't resolve the progression. Like and. <laughs> <laughs> End on the three. You know, <laughs> like, like yeah. leave leave everybody going, like...
1: Leave it for questioning, yeah. Fuck! What,
2: what happened? <laughs> I, I love anything that builds tension like that. I, and love I, that. I love when lyrics do that, and I love when um, parts do that. And when the music and the lyrics kind of, like, work together to create that kind of a situation when you're a listener, it just... Man, it just it makes you feel a certain way and it's a different experience than just listening to a song, which I which I appreciate and I, I think it's awesome. I love it.
1: Amazing. Thank you. I uh, goal cool. achieved.
2: Awesome. That's that's <laughs> fucking great. Uh quick question. How do you t- title your voice memos and your yeah. notes on your phone? We gotta talk about that because we do that we awesome. do that with certain people. Yes, with with singers that are writers that are that are songwriters lyrically um i always am interested to know how people title their voice you gotta memos. get yours too because <laughs> i'm yeah.
1: pulling it up from like because i have so many new unreleased I stuff bet you I do. i have to scroll past so i'm trying to and there's uh, we're,
0: we're just looking for titles you don't you don't have to play us the memo yeah
2: like- oh
1: no i know i i have them up right here but i it, it, there's like a bunch of like weird stuff in here um so I guess, I guess I have like, like yesterday one, like yesterday half, like yesterday almost full, like yesterday two, like yesterday, done. I guess I like you anyway, in all caps. Right. And then there's like, fuck this shit, then shit, and then verse shit. And then first half of pre, other half of pre, sick of this shit. Um, then there's like other stuff, pop punk chorus, love that. And then, yeah, nice. just like, I, I guess I, it kind of, it's kind of like the parts of the song that I write. Um, but also when I don't have it, like V1 idea, exclamation bridge lyrics, like yeah. who knows what song those are for, but at least the time like tells me kind of, um, I, yeah, it's
2: funny. Yeah, I, I, I have, uh, some of my favorites that I have here cause I love talking to singers that, that do this. I have, uh, drop D Chevalicious. I have, uh, rumble my B my motherfucking B. <laughs> have, These are
1: cooler <laughs> than mine. <laughs>
2: I have uh, Taking Back Chemical Roses. (laughs) What? Because apparently um, there's something on there that probably sounds a little bit like Taking Back Sunday, a little bit like My Chemical Romance, and a little bit like Guns N' Roses. (laughs) (laughs) I have The Chorus to the Unwritable Verse.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's
2: that's relevant. Right? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So, yeah, I have Pop Weedle My Wee. (laughs) And then I also have things like GCF Pop Blink Foo Better Recording, <laughs> GCF Pop Weedle My Wee. have I have. So I, have like, I give myself a little bit of a progression, a little bit of a genre style, and then a little bit of a, I don't know whatever I was talking about at the time.
1: I love that. It's I had, I a,
2: a
0: beat like a like a doom da doom da da da. Yeah, I, I get some of those too. Well, those are good. Yeah. Uh, a lot of home home and a number you get that
2: (laughs) well that's where you you forget
1: no well yeah everyone does that and i feel like they're starting to do it it no one's doing it for a reason but i'm like i see people like like big celebrities well like in my mind like big pop stars posting like their street and the name that they like recorded it on and i'm like am i doing something wrong like no i always title mine they're just not titling theirs
0: (laughs) yeah i have i have b bow b b bow (laughs)
2: Is yeah. one of them I the don't know vocal only goes. ones? The vocal only ones I have generally will have something like that. Um, the music, the the guitar ones are usually a progression and then some dumb shit.
1: My I don't I play instruments, but I do a lot of it vocally, especially because like okay. a lot of my writing is like when I'm I'm not at an instrument yeah and like I, I, right. that's an
0: issue
1: <laughs> yeah so i do a lot i mean even when i like record stuff for chase to produce out I, I like sing a lot of it i'm like this is what i want this part to sound like like i'm still producing it out like old school way but like i'm just doing it with my voice i have stuff in here like awesome riff and i bet that awesome riff right. was like me like like singing my voice like this like guitar part right it's you're so like so awesome like it's <laughs> great <laughs>
2: I have I have those too. Like if it's <laughs> if it's late at night, like I'll I'll be like, you know, it'll be it'll be two in the morning, and I'll be trying to go to sleep, and then my eyes will open, I'll be like, oh, I got a fucking idea. So that's I the only the that's
1: other... like one of the only ways I write. FYI, but yes, yeah, yeah keep going.
2: <laughs> absolutely. So I'll go in the other room, and I'll because I don't want to wake up my girlfriend, and I'll go in the other room, and I'll sit down, and I'll sit with my phone, and I'll be like, beep be beep be 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 be.
1: Yes, yes. That's, that's yeah, the I only have, way to do it. I have
2: that absolutely. Okay, or that's I got a lot of things. Is. A lot of things in my car when I'm driving. A lot of those. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: I I am super lucky. Be, like I, so, I work at home now, and and it's really awesome because, and I've said this a few times. It's like my wife is is like super into my music, yeah. and my music career and stuff like that, and she's empathic, which works to my advantage because like we'll be just like doing i'll be cooking and i'll be like kind of thinking about stuff and she'll talk to me about things and i go yeah yeah, yeah th- this <laughs> and and i'll I'll be doing whatever and she goes can you just go outside and do whatever whatever is in your head just please just right, get right. it out get it out out go outside <laughs> do what you got to do make it happen so
2: this way we can have a normal human com- conversation. Outside means in here. <laughs> this yeah, is, this, this this is this. outside of your house. Just just so everybody knows. Yeah, no, 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 no. She doesn't kick me literally outside. Right? I, can you go out in the yard? and I, Do this into your phone.
0: I I built I built this studio, and she she tells me to go do that here. So yeah, I, I I'm super lucky. Also, speaking of super lucky, mm-hmm. there's that transition that I was talking oh, about shit. earlier.
2: Shit. Woo! Woo! You like transitions, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. We have. I feel like we haven't gotten one yet. We're in the middle of one. Where are we going?
0: Can stop talking. Sir, Sorry. just for a second. <laughs> I'm
2: about to find just, out. Just for a
0: second. Not bad. Leah, we have a, we have an awesome sponsor. They're oh, called yeah. Poddex. And what Poddex does Is they create decks of cards for people without verbal diarrhea like we have. And what we like our guests to do is to pick from one of those decks. So, Leah, the decks you can choose from are these. Episode deck. Interview deck. Interview deck two. Would you rather... What the heck? What the fuck? What the fuck? And how dare you? How dare? Um, and on each of these are like fifty cards with a question on each, and we'll we'll pick a random one.
1: I mean, I kind of want to do what the fuck, but I feel like the I mean the last one seems like the most extreme, and I'm like, let's do what the fuck. Let's just like what the fuck.
2: All right. (laughs) All right. I so. will let you know that what the fuck could be anything from completely benign, G-rated to uh, what did you just say to me? And those things could happen either way. Our, our last, uh, our last one, we actually ended up doing two questions because the first one was really lame, And so we went with the second one.
1: Right. <laughs> okay. Our, I'm here for it. <laughs> but one of the
0: other ones, yeah, led to discussing having sex with a uh, swimmy. Yes. A That's water waterway. It's
1: water true. wing. Oh,
0: that's true. A water what? Water wing. You know when like yeah, thing's you kids put on two. your arms for kids.
1: Um, like floaties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, floaties. There's also another word for them, but I can't. Anyway, water wing, water wing is the. Other I've one. never heard of that in my life. That's why I was like a, a water who? Like wings because they're on your arms. Water You're wings. Like, ah.
2: So I will let everybody know while Mike is shuffling (laughs) that you can go to poddecks.com. You can check out these decks and other decks are always coming out with new stuff. There's an app. They also have t-shirts. T-shirts are soft style so they don't chafe up and rub your nipples in a weird Mm -hmm. fucking way. Like t-shirts do sometimes. So it's not like the 7-Eleven a block away from the concert t-shirt that you bought in the parking lot when you were getting booths. It's not like that nope if you decide you want to get something from bondex.com just use the promo code BACON because everything is better with bacon and you can get 10% off your entire order <laughs> Leah we're going to fan these out yes Okay. I'm going to use the finger of power which is this and I'm going to go from my left to my right your right to your left you tell me when to stop and that will be your question okay. here I am and we're going we're going we're going. Pretty slow. We can go faster. Stop. Stop it right here. <laughs> okay, this is
1: eh.
2: <laughs> what kind of secret society would you like to start? Hmm.
1: Like a cult?
2: Yeah. What kind of cult? If Leah could make a cult, what would that cult? <laughs> the Leah cult. What would that cult be?
1: dang i mean i've been like a part of friend groups that felt so you know secret society is probably a better word for it but like that felt so like niche to certain things so i feel like you know i would go for that answer but if i'm like thinking of the like no i was gonna say i'm like thinking of the unhinged answer i feel like it's just like my street team it's like (laughs) You know, people that, like, want to support and, like, that I can hang out with that, like, love what I do. I just I feel like that's not it's not a cult, but it's just like a bunch of people that kind of believe in, you know, the stuff that I'm doing and right. that I, I, I love that. And I love the support. And I get to, like, I don't know. I think that would be the answer. Drink the
2: Kool-Aid
0: well drink the kool-aid i mean it, are, are like street teams still a thing because i i remember uh, drink yeah, the Kool-Aid. kool-aid leonatics drink the kool-aid i i used to like leaholics do, hey we, leaholics my drummer, I, my drummer and i my drummer and i'll talk about like the days of going to a mall and dropping off flyers and like yeah doing that kind of shit at, like a
2: Handing Hot out top topic and handing out shit, and going like to that. shows and handing them out in line oh with headphones.
1: Yeah, it's so. I mean, when you're like I a fan that. of that person, it's super cool. And and there's a modernized version of it, and that's I'll get into that in a second. But I was like, I was on Fearless Records Street Team when I was in high school and college, and right. that was like, I don't know, that was that was like super fun because the bands would like interact with me as like a kid that liked their music and stuff, and I was just like creating like i do a lot of graphic design and visual edits for myself but it's like i was doing that for them in a very terrible way because i wasn't as experienced. but like i was doing that for them as a kid and it's like that like got me to where i am today you know that like kind of inspired me and so like the modern day version of that is discord and so like that's what we like all just like people get on discord and i'm like hey i need you to support me in this or like you know my my top fans, which I consider all friends at this point, it feels weird calling them fans, will, like, talk to their friends about my music. And it's like, that's what a street team is. You're just, like, trying to grow my, what I've started. And you're just trying to spread it further and tell people that you like it because you you believe in me and you believe in that. So it's not, like, very Secret Society-esque, I guess. But I don't know. I think I think it, it still is, like, a little fun way of, of you know... I'm still
0: trying to figure out Discord.
2: Like I, we're we're it's setting a pain one up. In
1: the ass. Yeah, we're yeah, setting so one hard. up. I have someone who does it for me. I can't. I don't know.
2: No, <laughs> oh, let us know on the side. <laughs> Let's figure that out. It's we need really, to, it's, we need really a bacon it's like in
1: coding. It's like coding. It's like you yeah. have to it's so it's 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 different. It's very different and it's like a it's very yeah. Yeah, I, But it's I, very I,
0: much, I, much like a community yeah. thing where where you kind of like all of your interests, you kind of drop in a spot, and you just, okay, cool, and then we'll put a spot for you guys to self, self-promote self your your own thing, and, and, and this and this. Um, yeah, we're trying. We're trying. TikTok, too. Oh, yeah. man. TikTok's the fucking worst. <laughs> I know it's the I best know. way. Lena's
2: Le- pretty good. Le- no, worries. you do does pretty I well, well on TikTok. I know. And you know what? Thank you. People.
0: Thank you for
1: for following
0: us on on TikTok. Yeah, thank you. But now you know why we have no followers is because it's the fucking worst.
1: It's hard. It's really hard. I have, I mean, I, I work in social media outside of like my service industry bar job. So it's just like I've grown up on that, seen what it's like to go viral, literally have clients of my own that I run socials for. It's like, it is a beast and it is very hard to stay committed to it. I've just found recently that it's better to be yourself and do shit that's authentic to you than try to crack the code because now people are getting made fun of for trying to replicate what was working and like right. six months ago if you replicated what went viral you could go viral and it would be really good but the internet is getting so smart and getting used to the culture of TikTok that you try to do that now and you're a joke like everyone's doing it everyone's sponsoring their videos like it's gonna be just like music like music and i and i also tell people this
2: yeah. is i'm like if you're trying to if you're trying to do what you hear right now you're five years too late you know like that shit was recorded minimum three years ago because it's been especially right now yeah because it, it was put on a label and then they did a bunch of shit with it and then they waited for it and then they decided on a plan and then it took them a year to do this and it took them so if you're if you're covid trying to do something and you're trying to do what you hear you're too late just do you just do yeah. you what's authentic and I'm
1: learning that like I'm just I'm like editing these videos that I like to edit because I'm just like, here's my experience. I'm going to make it because it's fun. And like, right. I don't care if it goes viral. I mean, it would be really cool if it did. But at the end of the day, it's like I always say this. It's like that's not the only avenue to success. Like people that have blown up on TikTok, they I have friends that are doing phenomenally and then, and I, but I think they were set up for it like mentally that that was their goal and that was their life. And that was their passion. Mm -hmm. Like they, they are on that path, but there are so many people out there who get that far and they don't know what to do after that. And it's hard. It's like you go through, it's almost, it's almost like you you really have to fight to say it was worth it. I feel like in the end, because that stuff is not easy and it shouldn't be like the only dream you're chasing. It's just like, do you,
2: do you think that there's a um like if you're if you're trying to be a successful musician you have to do TikTok and and you have you have to pay attention to social media. You have to try and build yourself that way. But do you think that's a different mindset than someone who wants to be TikTok famous? You know,
1: definitely, because if you're an artist and you want to succeed as an artist, you're going to be well-rounded. Right. You have this other thing. Yeah. Versus like if you want to be TikTok famous, you're going to focus all your eggs in that basket and you're probably going to do great because you're putting all your energy there. But I think what people like artists often like do that is not the best for them is they put all their eggs in that TikTok basket when they have a ton of other stuff. Like, do you want to get signed to booking? What about your relationships that you're supposed to be making? Like. you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter if you don't have those, you know, if you're an artist, you have to try and be able to do all of them, whether you hire someone to help you or you do it yourself. Like you still need to be well-rounded. I think.
2: Yeah. I still tell bands like you need, you need a website, (laughs) you know, like as, as much as, as much as it's great to be super big on social media, any social media company can be uncool and gone in in the matter of moments, one thing that they do and immediately they, like Twitter. Look at Twitter right now. Um, Twitter has lost a lot of luster. Slippery slope. <laughs> and people that base their whole shit on Twitter are now like searching for a place to be, or find. Like, oh God, we got to go over to TikTok. Whereas if you have your or- own thing, you can at least utilize every other thing that shows up, but you still have this home base and you still have this home thing. You can make all your videos so that they fit in all these different formats and you can make content that fits in all these different formats. But if your home, I don't know, I feel like if your home isn't yours, if it's not yours, someone can take it from you. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of one of those things where it's like, ah, nobody goes to a website or nobody goes to this. Like, yeah, you're right. But you're, you're at least not dependent on fads and trends. Yeah.
1: Um, also social people like kind of threaten us like as artists all the time, like social media can go and be gone in a heartbeat. So get an yeah. email list. Like that, that's being said all the time, but it's true. It's like these platforms are like, you know how many times I've, I've like have seen the threat that TikTok's just not going to exist anymore. It's like, yeah, can you imagine the sheer panic like people are buying sure rightfully so buying like investing in insurance for when that happens or your account gets like banned or all of that like you need because that's like your that's your life that's your, that's your life living line. it's crazy yeah. that that can get taken away from us at any moment and so i really do feel for the people that have built all their you know their careers just on one platform definitely i, I am fully supportive of it i love social media i have I don't see the bad in it as much as other people do. Like, I really support it, but you know, as an artist, like I do, like I was saying, like encourage you to put things all over. Like when that, what is it called? Like the, I don't even remember the app name. It was a new app that was starting to like pop up because Twitter and TikTok were having issues. Oh yeah.
0: I remember that.
1: Hive, I think it's actually called. Mm -hmm. And I, I hopped on that so fast because I'm like, what if, and like, what if, yeah, it didn't. But and maybe it did for some people, but not for me. I, I just, I deleted it, but it's like, you know, you, there's still like, there's always going to be something coming after, but you got to be willing to jump on that. Yeah.
2: Well, and you have to have the mindset of a lot of people think adapting. Well, also a lot Bro of people, gills, a lot baby. of people think that their, that their YouTube page or their Instagram page or their TikTok page is equivalent to having, um, a, uh, a home business. Right. And it's not. It's not. You're working for a company that can shut mm. down or that can fire you. It's just like having a job. You have a little bit more freedom, but you're yeah. still on a platform that is a company that you're working for. Mm-hmm. You know, you're that's not your own business. Uh, it's you. You're Damn selling it. you, <laughs> but it's not your own business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think awesome. <laughs> I think I think that people miss that sometimes yeah. and they think like oh, oh, i'm really creating something for myself and i'm like you kind of are but you're actually creating something for this person who owns this company and that's what you're doing and the minute they sell that company and don't want to have your content anymore you're fired yeah and anyone that was following you is gone because they don't give you access to them so unless you're consistently going hey everybody that follows me on here sign up for my shit over here so that we can always be in contact yeah you're you're kind of missing the the full aspect of it you're supposed to build your following not build right. a following for a bigger company
1: yeah but if you think about it too it's like yeah those people you're asking to be at other places even if you're whether you're asking them or not it's like those are the real fans and if we're really yeah. like talking about music business and like all that jazz like you, those are the people that are going to grow your career they're going to show up to your shows they're going to buy course. your merch and like they're going to yep. stream your songs and like if they're on one place they're going to be on all places and that's the most important like you can't focus on all your followers on one as an artist as an artist you can't focus no, on all your right. followers on yeah. one platform you gotta can can they are you going to sell out shows No, well, like let's try to engage those artists so much that they want to be in your DMs, and you're going to talk to them all the time. You know,
2: absolutely. Yeah, that's at least how
1: I try to think of it.
2: Make them friends. Make them friends. Exactly. It's it's the age we're in. It's the age we're. Well, and honestly, it's not that hard. If somebody likes what you do and gets something out of what you do and appreciates it, then I'd probably be. Be friends with that person if I met them in in real life. In real life, yeah. yeah. You, know what you I mean? share like, some
1: interests. Like, yeah, of course. You're inspired by an artist, they got to be inspired by that artist probably if they're inspired exactly. by you. Yeah.
2: You know, like if they if they like what I do, well then I I can probably introduce them to a bunch of artists that they they either already love or will. You know, like we're gonna have things in common. We're gonna be friends, so why not go that extra step and. Yeah make, make them friends, which I think is uh, a cool thing about discord. Yeah. Um, Like you were talking about the street team thing. Like I was, I'm, I'm old enough to be at that crossing over point to like one summer I was gathering up members of my band street team in our van and going to concerts and parking in the lot and feeding them and giving them drinks while they ran out and passed out flyers and let people listen to music and everything we were doing that as like an outing and then like fun that sounds great oh my god it was the best it was the best ever and then like the next summer it was trying to get everybody to do things online and literally like i had that experience of one to the other and it was like I really miss
0: like yeah, in-person <laughs> those, those in person things
2: different. where it was like, Oh man, there's there's ten of us in our tour van and we're going to we're all going to this concert, so we're gonna park outside of the venue and hey, here's flyers for you guys to put on the windshields of all these cars. And here, you know, and we're going to play music and we're going to barbecue and we're going to do all this kind of stuff and get people and bring them around and all that kind of stuff to create like a community. And it's figuring out how to do that in an online way that it's, still it's feels so like, that still kind of feels like or approximates that like, hey, we're hanging out. Yeah. You know, versus... Yeah
1: there's both ways I think I mean it's yeah. definitely like you want you want to get like the you know because a lot of some of my street team members are like out of the country and it's like of course yeah, yeah. that's never the imagine. cool thing that's the it cool is, thing yeah now. that is the cool thing but it's hard it's hard to you know like stay in constant contact with them and but like I know they're doing their part because they'll check in with me but it would be so cool to like you know be in person and go to yeah. a a concert together i do know it still exists though like some artists that i follow around and like that I, I like to go to shows it's like i've befriended the people that are on their street team because they go to all their shows and right. now i'm seeing them at every show i see in all the different states and they're also there too and so it's like it's still a thing i definitely miss Or like i was never An artist, when like that that was happening and like people were just kind of like hopping along to those shows but like i was one of those people that would show up at all those shows you know whether it's like in a street team sense or just like a fan sense you know i was like i was at all the mayday parade shows that i could ever get my hands on at at Mm -hmm. the time when i was growing up and stuff so it's it's like a great it's a great community definitely to create and yeah the balance between social media and real life is like a learning curve for i think a lot of people definitely absolutely
0: All right, so we've we've taken up a lot of your time. So much, <laughs> thank you. But we, I, I do want to ask. I do want to ask about your Nintendo stuff because that is where my like my household is very rooted. Like my kids, they love the Switch. My my son, he's got his PC games, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but. I immediately got an emulator. I have uh I have a RetroN that will play my old NES games and SNES games and stuff like that. So I know that is your bacon, one of your bacons, right? So like I want like what is what is your like nin- your go-to Nintendo game?
1: I mean I have my go-tos and then I have like the things that I've been like obsessed about lately so like my go-tos are definitely I mean I guess they used to be like the Mario games and like Yoshi but the new Yoshi stuff like just isn't hitting for me um Luigi's Mansion has been fun growing up and like Animal Crossing has obviously just been like a huge part of my life and in general growing up yeah and then even over the pandemic like I spent my entire life on that like that that changed my life honestly changed my life like i don't feel weird (laughs) saying that at all it just it felt it felt right but yeah i I guess like lately i've been really uh and then oh my god breath of the wild super into that i've heard so many good things
2: about that and I. it is the best game
1: i've ever played in my life i haven't beaten it yet because i'm like really scared of the um guardians but like i do enjoy playing it i've spent a lot of hours on it um that got me into zelda i grew up on nintendo like religiously playing every game i had a game boy color was my first uh my first system oh, nice. at like four or five that's awesome and yeah and i've had every system since so i've like had my cousin sega like i've had uh i've played on nintendo 64 like i never owned the tv ones until the wii but i always had the handheld ones. so that's like mm-hmm. why it was so important to me but i just got into zelda in 2019 oh. right like a year after the game or Ocarina no was it- of
2: time is so good
1: I I've watched I've watched all the gameplay for the old games. I've played mm-hmm. uh, Link's Awakening was like on like the remake was on the Switch, so I played that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like the Switch is what brought me to like love Zelda, and so instead of like playing all the Zelda games, I played Breath of the Wild and the ones on the Switch. But then I like got really into like the lore of it all, and I would just mm-hmm. like watch YouTube videos and read like the encyclopedias of Zelda and stuff like that. So I got really into it in that way. Um, so that's like. Where a lot of that nerding out lies. but, um, I also love like a lot of these third party games. I've been really, really obsessed with night school studios, which makes um oxen free and after party. um and oxen is like their most common title. They have a couple of them, but the storylines, like I-, I don't read. like it I guess like it sounds kind of like stupid. like I don't read. that's kind of how I sound every time I say it because that's how I feel about <laughs> reading and I, like I hate reading. But I watch videos and I play games like that's how I can take in stuff. And so the closest thing I feel like I'll ever get to liking a book is is Oxenfree or After Party. And those are like third party games from, you know, Night School Studios, which is like an indie developer, just kind of like Stardew Valley is an indie developer who makes that game. So it's just like these people that are sitting down there with like freaking amazing ideas and stories and they're putting it into a game and it's like people like myself and kids and adults and whatever, like that's the way that they find, you know, enjoyment and fantasy and like outside of their world and stuff that, you know, cause like for a lot of people reading a book is to get out of your own life. And for me it's like, yeah, playing a video game and so and getting into all that like all their like history of that like i have i have i fucking hate reading but i have books of like i have a stardew valley book and my ass like during the (laughs) pandemic when i got into it finally the game took me a long time to get into it i played it like five times before i actually liked it but all it took was like just getting into it and once i bought the book i'm just like oh let me go look at this fucking fish and like go read about (laughs) it in this book and i'm like someone just created this like mythological creature and like you know it it tells you all about like the shops to go in on certain days of the week and like why my ass is opening this book like like, i hate reading but i'm looking at this book about like what days on the game i'm gonna go like to these fucking places like (laughs) that's like i love that i love that so much that's awesome
2: (laughs) it becomes like a choose your own adventure kind of book i think is also like I, i i feel that like i've I, I like reading, but I haven't read a book in a very long time. But, like, I've thrown myself into, like, the first Last of Us and the second Last of Us. Like, those games were huge to me. And then, um, you know, like, I I'm a superhero nerd. So, like, the Batman Arkham games were super huge to me. And the Spider-Man games were huge to me. Um, getting into things that I really liked, like Lord of the Rings and Star Wars and all that kind of stuff were in game form. Just let me kind of like play these other experiences and find these other things. Zelda was huge to me. Like I was saying, like my I had Nintendo 64. So it was like GoldenEye and Zelda Ocarina of Time were like the two best fucking games <laughs> in my life. Oh, like good. I spent. Yeah. I played both of them so many times and over and over and over again and just got lost in the storylines and the and the every little minutia aspect of it. Like, oh, I can fish, you know, like you were saying, like, I can do this, all that kind of shit. Like, I, I love that shit. So I'm, I I feel you. I'm with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now you're a Ninja Turtles
0: I'm a Ninja Turtles guy. I so, played that I,
1: growing up too, my with my yeah. cousins. Yeah,
0: dude, I, I I just got the Cowabunga collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so funny enough, I ordered it from Amazon. Right? right, I get the box, and I tell my son, "Go ahead, open it up." And he opens it up. It's an open like case. There's no cartridge in it. What? There was no cartridge in it, and I was like. Mm, that is the worst ever <laughs> the worst ever so we ended up sending it back and it took because it was on back order
2: it took like two months to get it you got some assholes like i'm gonna return and get my money back but give me exactly an empty yeah, exactly
0: yeah, yeah. much like this microphone yeah uh, yeah <laughs> uh but yeah yeah i i you're finally right. got it you're right we suck well, it wasn't working. You're right. It wasn't working. You're right. I'll uh, show. So, so then, so then we we eventually get it, right? That's why I thought I was like this mm-hmm. bad juju. Right. Um, but we eventually get it. And dude, there's like Japanese versions of the original Ninja Turtle games that were on like Sega and SNES mm-hmm. and all the Game Boys and. All of that. There are like 20 some odd games. Oh, shit. On the one cartridge.
1: Yeah. And I'm so excited.
2: (laughs) That's amazing. So excited. It's so great. It's It's, so great. You know, to see joy like this on the face of three people that are talking about video games.
1: Yeah. It's (laughs) It's the best thing ever. Right? (laughs) Life's purpose, honestly. Absolutely. Joy is
2: life's purpose. So, Leah,
0: before we sign off here, uh, what I do want to do is give you a forum to yes. let everybody know. Once again. Once again, where they can find everything that is you and your music.
1: Yeah. Again, my name is Leah. It's spelled L space E space A. Um, pretty pretty simple, but a little complicated for some. Um, and you can find that on any streaming platform. And then, LOL, it's Leah, also known as, um, on any social media everywhere. Um, you can Google it. You'll find my music and anything else that comes up with my name. So, yeah, that's that's where you can find me. Nice. Do it.
2: New EP, Happy Never Ending, is out now. Check it out. The music is excellent. The songs are great. Uh, listen to it. Share it. Post it. All those kind of things. Do all the stuff. All of the things. Yes, and uh, I will ask you once again. After our conversation, we we had one earlier, where we had a brief seven questions, and we asked you, "What's your bacon?" And that's a quick question to answer. You know, it's kind of like, "Oh shit, what am I what am I answering?" But now, after talking for longer, I don't know. Maybe maybe you're adding to it. Maybe it's changed. I don't know. But as of now, Leo, mm. what's your bacon?
1: I mean, I feel like, okay, my original bacon was Nintendo, you know, how my obsession with video games, I definitely still feel the same way. But I also, I guess if we're like adding in other hobbies, I mean, I love to go out and meet people and I love talking to new people. So I think that like, that also like drives my life and my existence other than music, of course. So, Mm -hmm. you know, just like finding new places and people to meet and talk to Nintendo, music, all of the all of the above, you know. Yes, uh, that is my awesome. bacon.
2: <laughs> that is awesome. And uh, everybody else that has been listening, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. We appreciate your time. We know you got a lot of things that you can listen to. So the fact that you listen to us is pretty fucking sweet. So thank you. You are Indeed. amazing. You are awesome. And remember to ask yourself every single day if you don't know, ask yourself, figure it out, so that your day can be better. Leah, what should they ask themselves every single day?
1: What's your bacon? What's my bacon? Yeah,
2: what? exactly. What's your bacon? Thank you, everybody. Thank you for hanging out. What's your bacon? We'll see you next time.
1: Told you, told you mm-hmm. it was good. It was a
2: good one. Yeah, she's,
1: she's fun. We gotta she's have her great. back.
2: We gotta have her back for something, Agreed. maybe the bimpies. Um, but something you guys let us know. Let us know if you want her to, uh, if you want us to ask her. I don't know if she'll do it. But if you want us to ask her to perform or present something, or if you think she deserves a bimpy, yeah. let us know what you guys think. I, hashtag What's Your Bacon. Hashtag Bacon is my pod. Stay in the conversation. Let us know. I want to throw this out there. Uh, you know,
0: on the Hard Rock Lunchbox, they mm-hmm. play a lot of Lolo, right? Mm. Yeah. And and she's great. Debbie Absolutely. Downer is. Absolutely. Uh,
2: yeah. uh, I think Leah is a better Lolo. Well, we just gotta send her to DJ and uh, have her have him put some some of her music yeah. on. So, um, yeah, so yeah, we'll do that. Everybody, let everybody let let DJ know. Hey, you gotta play some Leah. Yeah, DJ is the uh, host of the Top Twenty, which you can find on Strangerhood TV agreed um, yes um, on the top YouTube, 20 is on fantastic. The youtube page so check that out he also has the hard rock lunchbox every thursday mm-hmm. if you just search for hardrocklunchbox.com it's a radio show it's very cool top 20 is the first 20 minutes of it his opinions and stuff like that we just decided to uh, highlight it a little bit and uh, it is a partner show of ours over on strangerhoodtv.com that network yeah which is awesome Check out StrangerTV.com. There's all kinds of cool stuff on there. There's stuff from my band, from your band. Yeah. You singing some songs. Yeah, I've been I've been doing some vocal covers. Yeah. Drummer because... Chris Waterbury doing some uh doing his My Five show. Warm ups. Warm-ups, drumming, but also like talking about his favorite video games, talking about his favorite candies, all that kind of good stuff is over there. This is a cool variety network type thing it's a trying to build you know which is try to do the thing so if you want to see stuff in the visual form check it out I'll over it. there if you're listening to us audibly thank you for listening to us audibly uh shoot us a uh a review or a, whatever your audio thing that you're listening to us if there's a way for you to be like oh, i like these guys Please just do it. It mm-hmm. just helps us get heard by more people. If you hate it. Algorithms suck. Do that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, Do no, no, no. it and then tell let us, us know. Be tell like, us why it Here's sucks. why I hate it. If you can't give us a reason why you hate it, then you suck as a human. So figure out another way to, <laughs> to live. Where can they find you, Jimmy? (laughs) You can find me over at Jimmy G's Shoes. Tell me how you hate me, how you love me. Uh, On all the socials, my band Craving Strange is at CravingStrange.net. You can check us out there. That will give you the keys to the kingdom of finding us everywhere else online. Uh, We have new music coming out pretty often, so check it out. There's always going to be something new or something happening. Uh, All of us live over at StrangerHoodTV.com, which is the YouTube page, so check that out over there, too. Check out all of this at BaconIsMyPodcast.com, where you can find not only Bacon Is My Podcast stuff, all our sponsors, all the deals, links to all the shows, but you can find some sweet merch that also doesn't chafe the nips. We got good stuff, like the one I'm wearing right now, this More Bacon t-shirt. And you happen or to wear the hardcore one, which the is awesome. one. I love this shirt
0: oh did you hear that that was a good crack that was, that was, crack. was nice i hope that picked up our
2: mic. so yeah but check yeah. that out if you can't see us right now because you're listening audibly my podcast.com. you can check out all the shirts and all that kind of yeah. fun stuff they're very cool we run deals from time to time uh if you have a design that you like or you want something let us know stay in the conversation bacon's my pod and uh what's your bacon if you hashtag either of those we'll see it we'll hear it all that kind of fun stuff Indeed. where can they find you
0: Personally, at me, my own self, Mike, my band, at Something Heavy Music. You can catch us on all the streaming platforms. Something Heavy, I'm sure we've got something new coming out soon. Without further ado, let's end this.
2: Yeah. Because there's pizza on the grill. Cool. Uh, Remember to ask yourself every single day. Maybe it's pizza.
0: I don't know. Super duper important question. What's your bacon? What's your bacon?